It's not our fault that we haven't recorded an episode in three months. We've had a heat wave for a few days. <laughs> we had to prepare. <laughs> God damn, dude. Are you still sweaty and sticky? I'm always sweaty and sticky. Okay, more than usual? Mm, actually, no. It's only... <laughs> That, that's quite disturbing, honestly. Thanks. Uh, so my house is climate controls, something like that. Mm -hmm. So yesterday when it was 38 degrees outside, it was only yes. 20. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was only 25 degrees Celsius inside my house. So. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. I was. Very surprised and very happy to notice that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's very good. For me, uh, I'm very bad with heat. I don't mm -hmm. like heat. Give me, give me winter. Give me cold. Like, Same. I can always put on more layers. I cannot peel off skin. <laughs> well, you can, but mm, won't have the desired effect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So yesterday, when it was like uh, thirty anywhere between 37 and 40 degrees in the country, um, which is like about 100 degrees Fahrenheit, I think, if anyone who's American is listening. Um, I had to travel by train to Utrecht. And the trains here suck. Because they are for that temperature. Yours didn't have airco? Uh, barely working. Uh, yeah. That's a bummer. It was. Wait, so um, you were in Utrecht yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, but by like daytime, and I had stuff to do. So? Well, I wasn't going to stick around. I wanted to get back home as soon as possible to the cool, refreshing air of the fan in my living room. But you could also have come to my climate-controlled apartment, which also has, has a cool fan. Yeah, but then I'd have to deal with you. That's true. That's worse than 40 degrees train travel. I would not have taken that. <laughs> nah, um, uh, and afterwards, we went to the lake to cool down, which was really nice, actually. Nice. So Good stuff. You want to know who I went to the lake with? Your girlfriend? Close. Your second girlfriend? No. Oh. First girlfriend got promoted. You got promoted? Yeah. You got you're engaged now? I'm engaged. <laughs> what? Seriously? <laughs> yep. Damn boy. Damn. Yep. Congrats, man! Congrats! Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm so happy too. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah. so wait, 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 wait. Hmm. Go ahead. I can't see your face right now, but I have never seen you glow this much, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice to see. Uh, uh, thank you. Um. So Aww. what happened? What happened was, as you know, I have a very religious family, who mm -hmm. basically don't believe in uh, romantic relationships unless they lead to marriage. Yeah. Um, so I recently told them about um, about my girlfriend, 
and uh, they took it pretty well, even though my my girlfriend is not like the right religion or country or whatever. Um, but um, like they went from the well, this is not what we wanted, but we can accept it. Um, and then my sisters and mother went into wedding planning mode. <laughs> and <laughs> me and Cleo aren't that into like traditional marriages, uh, but um, we're, we're going with it. You're invited, by the way, in case that's not clear. Um, <laughs> you will get an official invite later. Um, but uh, they went to the wedding planning mode. And then I told Cleo about that over the phone and it felt really weird because we hadn't really talked about it. Yeah. So, um, I come back from my parents' place after a few days. Cleo picks me up at the train station. We go to a park. We have a lovely picnic. And we're talking about the uh, wedding thing um, that my parents really want to have. And uh, we just wanted to go along as in like Sure, we'll do like the religious wedding stuff for you guys, so you'll accept our relationship. Yeah. Um, uh, but like we hadn't really talked about it before, so I, I went. So, um, babe, and I jokingly wanted to say, uh, "Will you marry me?" And then they, they said, "No, no, no, fuck you! You're not ruining this moment." And they pulled out a box with. Self-made rings. Cleo <laughs> made these rings, <laughs> and of course, I yeah. said yes immediately. <laughs> Man, you should have thought. Hey, oh no, no! I, I wish I was there. I wish I was in Rotterdam, man. Ah, uh, thanks. Uh, we're going to celebrate this another time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. but that's a lovely story, man. That's ah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and like we, we were talking before recording, uh, but I didn't tell you this on, on purpose. I wanted to record your reaction forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's now uh, on tape forever indeed. Exactly. Oof. And everyone who mm -hmm. listens to this knows. <gasps> <laughs> oh my God, now he's engaged. Uh... Aww. That's nice, man. Happy, very happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, video games, huh? <laughs> video games. Is that why we're here? I think so. Like oh, in man. general. True, true. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. I, so, I, have, I have a really long list of stuff. You do not. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. So I'm kind of the opposite of you, because so uh, we're basically turning this a little bit into a relationship podcast right now for a couple of minutes. Yeah, because yeah. a few things happen to your relationship status too, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone who's listening just has to deal with this shit now. And be happy for us, please. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so I uh, used to have a girlfriend, uh, and we. Uh, let me start it this way. Five and a half years ago, I dated this girl, but I was uh, basically I wasn't really in a in the correct headspace to commit myself to a relationship. 
told her that after some pushing and putting I did because I didn't couldn't figure out what I wanted and then we set, uh, parted ways uh, then she got in, she got into a relationship um, and I just went along with my life but there were these moments where we texted each other and now we um, well, so she lives in a different city a city I normally don't visit so in beginning of May when I had a girlfriend yeah Sorry. What city is that? Uh, Tilburg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, beginning of May, I uh, had a concert there. My girlfriend at the time was sick. So, I was in Tilburg and I messaged the, the other girl like, hey, beautiful city. <laughs> and she originally didn't plan to go to the concert, but when she found out or heard from me that I was going, she wanted to go. So, we met. And it was like... Time didn't exist, basically. Like, we were dating, like, a week ago. Uh, that Those five and a half years were basically shrunken down into one week. Uh, but, yeah, she also still had a relationship, and I also. Me too. So, <laughs> that was on Wednesday and Sunday. My relationship ended <laughs> in the same week. And for her, it was, like, a month later, or almost close to a month. And a week later, we had our first date. And... Uh, yeah. Now we're basically so we're not in a relationship yet because it's just all too <laughs> happening a bit too fast in that regard. Mm-hmm. Especially she's coming out of her yeah. uh, coming out of a relationship of five years. So we're taking it slow, but uh, <laughs> starting tomorrow, I'll be spending nine consecutive days with her. So. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not a relationship yet. Yeah. No, not at all. Got it. Yeah, nice. Um, we actually have talked about <laughs> stuff like marriage and everything already. Hey, I'm in. I'm in no place to tell you that you're moving too fast. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to. Um... We had our first date on. Uh, in early October last year. Yeah. So it's been like nine months. <laughs> Enough to get her pregnant. No, thank the, uh, thank birth control for that. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have talked about it plenty. We do want kids. Not now. Mini Elias. Kids. Have you seen my new WhatsApp uh, photo? <laughs> Major, just fishing for compliments now because I literally messaged you yesterday. Cute picture, by the way. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's uh, your uh, son, right? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um, no, that's my uh, cousin. Aww, cute, cute. Yeah. So, anyway, mm-hmm. because I spent so much time with. Uh, the new lady in my life. <laughs> I basically haven't cared at all. <laughs> uh, honestly, so yeah. honestly, gaming is overrated. True. Sex is definitely not overrated. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Explicit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, so basically for me, I played Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. 
And then More. slightly before that, I played some Horizon and Forbidden West. But when I finished Elden Ring, for me, there was like, I didn't see a reason why I should start another game. I tried to start or get back into some games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been it's there. just. Yeah. I've been there. You just don't feel like anything. Mm hmm. Only playing some couple of games of Valorant, basically. That was the only thing that was like, oh, one hour of uh, clicking some heads and I was done with uh, gaming. Uh, but at the time of recording, yesterday this game came out called Stray. Mm. And I've been playing yesterday a couple of hours and I wanted to play today but didn't have time for it. So basically that is basically my only gaming news Stray is a game about uh, you're playing as a cat in an abandoned uh, or at least in a, in a world in a city uh, where only robots live so I'm only a couple of hours in so I don't know all the details um, and it's kind of a platformer world building uh it has some kind of good story, apparently. Um, it's only about five hours. True, yeah. It's a very short game indeed, it's an indie game. So my plan was to play it in one sitting, but then because I had plans yesterday, but due to the hot weather, I expected them to not go through, but then they did, so hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you play basically as a cat and it has like really, it embraces the fact that you're a cat. Mm -hmm. uh, also in a way, it's, it basically has no UI, except for the robot UI stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you can do like scratch doors to make someone go open the doors, for example, or knock things off shelves or uh, climb on top of a uh, book uh, tower. A book tower of books. Oh, tower of books. books yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you jump off, and then the books fall over, or boxes, for example. And then the item that you need to find is in one of those boxes. So then you find it, or you need to roll something to the proper position, and then you can jump on top of it. Yeah, it's it's a um, really good game design, basically gameplay design as well. Yeah, it really embraces the fact that you're a cat, and what would a cat do in a world like that? Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, and if you're on PlayStation, by the way, yeah, it's included with PlayStation Plus Extra. Uh -huh. So, the, um, which is basically Game Pass for PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, in this sense, in this case, so I always pay for PlayStation Plus, which is like eight euros, I think. Nine. Uh, it's six. It's six. six. A year. Five. Five a month, sixty a year. If you take a year, uh, ah, okay. Okay. Um, so I always pay that already. Buying this game would have cost me thirty euros on top of that, mm -hmm. but now I just paid thirteen euros and I got the game for free. And it's five year, five hours, five to ten. So I'll play this one and then downscale back to the other one. So yeah, I, I mean, why wouldn't you do that? Saving money. Being responsible. <laughs> yeah. So that's my gaming news, Ilias. <laughs> what is yours? <laughs> wow. Uh, do you want to go into gaming for me, or do you want to leave that till the end? Whatever you're feeling uh, okay. comfortable with. You know what? 
I'm gonna do books now. Ready for books? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, whatever you're feeling, man. Okay, so I have three books to discuss. I read One Piece, volume 98. I'm still a bit behind with the latest and greatest stuff in the world of One Piece. However, uh, shit is popping off. The yeah. Ninja Samurai Pirate Mink Alliance is fighting the uh, <laughs> whatever. It's fighting something. And it's going to destroy the world if they don't beat it. Nah. Oh, why nah. are they not fighting it? Uh, because um, they're basically fighting two of the uh, four strongest uh pirate crews in the world who have joined up together to get the One Piece. Aha. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But nobody What's, knows where One Piece is, right? It's uh, at, on, at the end of the sea. Oh, yeah, there. It's right around the corner. Obviously. No, like the, the world of One Piece is divided into four regular oceans and or seas and uh, the one called the Grand Line, which is like a line that goes across the planet in one direction. And like at the only one pirate crew ever has reached the end and they left the One Piece treasure, treasure there. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's that. Um, I have read The Tenant of Wildfell Hall, which is a story by one of the uh, Bronte sisters, also wrote Jane Eyre and whatnot. Like, it's a period oh, drama awesome. book. Um, la la. Very feminist for the time. Very cool book. I uh, hated most of the characters. You know how you can really hate a character? Yeah. But, no, but like, not, not because they're boring or you don't care for them, but the story really makes you fucking hate them, like Joffrey and Ramsay in Game of Thrones. Yes. There's a bunch of characters I really got to hate. So, nice. Yeah. Including the main character. What? <laughs> so, so what is the book about? This is basically... Uh... Uh, it's about a very small town, and a lady moves into one of the homes, Wildfell Hall, um, with her son, but she doesn't want to participate in the local community so she doesn't go to church and then the local local vicar will give her oh, a good no. talking to um uh and the story is about the main character uh falling in love with her and trying to find out what her deal is like where did you come from why are you such a bitch oh where did she come from where did she go where did she come from yeah, so uh, that's the deal with that story. Um, it goes into some pretty interesting directions. I would not like to be friends or romantic partners with the main female character. However, I respect her. Or you. Uh, and the final book that I'm reading right now is Moby Dick, which is oh. fucking incredible. Yeah, I I love the prose in this book like very few. Like okay, it, 
It's very long-winded, meandering, uh, unnecessarily detailed, but in a very entertaining way. Like yeah. there, there will be a short chapter of about four pages that describes the pulpit, like the the stands, the the stand that a preacher stands on to preach to the church, uh, and the way that it looks like uh, part of a uh, fishing boat. I, I just read a 12, I think 12 page chapter on why the color white of the whale Moby Dick uh, strikes so much fear into the heart of men. Yes, give it to me. Give me more of this shit. I love it. Uh, it's, it's a classic for a reason. Yeah, like usually uh, classics suck, in my opinion. They're, at least they're overrated. Like I... Yeah. I understand they were the first to do the thing that they did, but I've seen it a bunch of times now. I haven't seen many things that are like Moby Dick. Okay, yeah. Okay. And I want more of them. <laughs> I'll bet you'll find some books that are like it, right? Yeah, there's a yeah. really good Dutch one that I will uh, lend to you. It's called Slab Slag Johnny Idaho. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like a modern retelling of Moby Dick, actually. Like, there's a lot of references to Moby Dick in it. Nice. But I should further read Moby Dick before you read that book. Not necessarily. Like, uh, if you know, like, the excuse me, the um, uh, names of some of the main characters, like Ishmael and Ahab, you'll be fine. You'll get the references. Okay, yeah. Nice. Okay, so... Those were, those were the books. Shall I then tell about my book? Book, not Go books. <laughs> but it's a Dutch one, so that's a bit of an... Um, uh, sorry for our English listeners, basically. Because I don't expect this book will be translated to English. Uh, in Dutch it's called Het Geluk Dat Gezin Heet. Mm-hmm. Uh, which roughly translates to The Happiness That's Called Family. And it's by this uh, writer called Martin Brill, Dutch writer. Uh, he passed away in 2009, I think, due to cancer. Um, and what he did was he wrote very short stories about normal day stuff. So, for example, he lives he lived in Amsterdam. So he was sitting on uh, the uh, at a cafe, for example, looking outside or sitting at a fountain. In, uh, in Paris, for example, observing people and just stories popped into his mind about who were they, where did they come from, what are they doing, conflicts in their line. Where they... <laughs> exactly, yes. Um, but also about his own family. Uh, so it's all these lovely stories. For example, one story is about his daughter going out clubbing uh, when she's 16 and his he has a father is worrying about her and yada 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 and he's asking all those typical questions you know like uh, how late will you be back will you be careful uh, who's coming with you you name it and he's like yeah, of course I know she was always ho- uh, home on time why am I even doing this why am I even asking this I'm not, I'll know I'm sure she'll be fine and then he wakes up at like she's always home at 3 o'clock mm-hmm. and then he wakes up at 2.30 and he's going. To, he's sitting uh, in his couch with his dog, and then his daughter comes home. Okay, sleep well, and goes upstairs. And like all this build up just for that payoff of her coming home and immediately going, good night. And yeah, 
you're expecting pets. Are you? So we're obviously not fathers yet, uh, but we can. We the way he tells his stories, you can immediately feel like, well, this is how it must have been for my father, for example, or for my mother, uh, my teenage years, basically. And it's uh, it's a very lovely book. I can highly recommend you reading it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm, I'm having some technical trouble. <laughs> That's okay. I'll uh, just talk. Uh, keep talking and talking. So, so no, yeah. I, I have one question about the book. Um, how long are these stories? Uh, two and a half pages. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're really short, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not... It's, a, it's okay, basically. Like, you kind of wish they were longer, but they, were, they are so well-written that is... Those two and a half pages contain a lot of information and a lot of parallels, etc., uh, that you can draw from if you want to. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, my father used to be uh, uh, basically in love with this uh, writer. He uh, uh, read, read a lot of him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, then I get why you would, uh, why you'd want to read it. Yeah, he gave all my uh, sisters and my mother a copy of this book because he found it that important for us to read this. Hmm. So yeah, I fi- finally was able after three years, three to four years, to read this book and finish it. So yeah, you can't say I didn't cry when I finished it. <laughs> yeah. So that's my book uh, part. Shall I uh, move on to my uh, movie part? Yes, please. Oh, I'm so interested to hear all about this. I saw it on the docket. I was like, holy shit, I can't wait. Exactly. So, this is how, these are all the movies I watched. Those were all the movies I watched. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. That was so exciting. Thanks. I was, Thanks. On the, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Yeah, I was like, how am I going to bring this? You have so much to tell. How do you keep this dense and interesting? I think I pulled it off. I think you did really well. I'm so proud. Like, <laughs> Thank you, Senpai. Thank you for noticing me. <laughs> I think this is the best podcast content we've made so far. I'm, I'm really proud to be able to do this with you. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and, uh, I, I haven't watched any movies. No, It's really surprising, though, because it's been three months. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so... Uh, basically, the first month in May, every moment I had off, I was texting with the girl. Mm-hmm. Every moment I had off in June, I was and July I was being with her, mm-hmm. and um, so she's really a fan of what we call pulp TV. Oh, shit well, TV! Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that on the docket. No, no, save that for for the TV yeah. part, please. Yeah, so we don't watch movies, we watch that. Yeah, yeah so, okay. so we'll get to that part, yeah. Okay, okay. What movies have you been uh, watching? Uh, a fuck ton, so I'll rattle off most of them real quick, okay? Um, let's see, Fantastic Mr. Fox sucks. Django Unchained. I've seen it. It's fucking good movie. Still good. One really, really big flaw. 
Female characters are terribly written. They have no character whatsoever. Um, have you seen the TV show Fleabag? No. No? Uh, really good? It's like, uh, what, what is it like to be a woman in modern society? And it does a lot of fourth wall breaks. So she's constantly talking to the camera. Really funny. Nice. Um, Netflix made a costume drama in that style. It's called Persuasion. came out a few days ago. And it's like basically very modern, dry, sarcastic British humor in a uh, costume drama. It's a movie or a series? Movie. Fleabag okay. is a TV series. And Persuasion yeah. is a movie. Uh, I would really, sure. I would really recommend Fleabag, Persuasion, if you're into that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I saw Midsommar, which is fucking Ooh. wow. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's a Scandinavian movie, right? It, uh, it takes place in Sweden, but I think yeah. it's like a co-production, like Hollywood and Europe. I'm not sure. Anyway, great horror movie. Um, oh. it's not for the faint of heart. Like I'm pretty okay with gore. Some of these parts, um, I am, I, the right kind of, um, get under your skin horror, like the weird stuff. Yeah. I'm not a horror fan. So yeah, no, this, this was disturbing. This is one of the most disturbing horror movies I've seen. What made it so disturbing? I mean, um, I'm not going to watch it, so spoil me, Daddy. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you one spoiler. Um, so, if you're listening to this and you don't want to spoiler, skip ahead like 30 seconds. So, there's um, basically one of the group of people that we're following is from a cult in Sweden, and he takes his friends with him to celebrate the Midsummer Festival uh, with his family back home um, turns out they're into some weird cult shit and um, they celebrate death as part of the natural cycle so you see a few people commit suicide as part of a large ceremony by jumping off a cliff and one of them lands on his face and it gets no, dented no, in no, and you no, see no. like the bone and the meat oh. and, and, that, and that's one of the first disturbing things it gets worse after that Okay, I'm definitely not going to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Uh, with video games, stuff like Dead Space, for example, mm -hmm. I think also you have that uh, the something protocol that's coming up from the creators of Dead Space. The Callisto protocol. Yeah. I'll probably play that one as well. So those games I can handle, but movies... <laughs> so part is me just being easily uh, scared. Mm -hmm. Another part is me not seeing the reason why I want to be easily scared watching a movie. So in a video game, you have, are actually doing something. Yeah. So you have control over the thing that you're scared about. And then I think it's like, hey, this is good for me to be scared. Or I, it has a practical effect, kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, um, so. an added thing in, in video games, you're supposed to be able to beat whatever it is that's out there. Like, yeah. it's, it's up to you. Like, you can beat this thing. So there is that control. However, in the movie, any character could die. True. Yeah, that as well. 
Yeah. So no, I'm not going to watch this movie. Sorry, man. You shouldn't. <laughs> or if anyone's listening, and you're into horror. Highly recommend. <laughs> um. I, okay. Inglorious Bastards is still a masterpiece. Um, Nazi scalps. And I want my scalps. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a very good movie. Also, the moment he, he tries to speak Italian. Uh, that's that's one of the best moments in the history of cinema. Indeed. Um, have you seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Yes. Uh, that I, movie is sick. Yeah. yeah. It, it might be <laughs> the best animated movie ever. Like I'm. Like, in in terms of the animation itself. Like okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. a very well animated movie. Yeah. A gorgeous animated movie. Yeah. Beautiful. So um I talked to like it came up while I was talking to Cleo a few days ago, like last weekend, I think. Um and uh we watched it and they were like, Yeah, sure, I'll watch this movie for you. And half an hour into it, mm-hmm. right? How long have you, we been watching this? Half an hour and I still don't hate it? What the fuck is going on? At the end, they loved it. Nice. Okay. Uh, brings us. Because they normally don't love animated movies or Spider-Man? Um, superhero stuff, typical Hollywood macho stuff. They weren't expecting like a diverse cast and um, like actual funny jokes and visual gags. Like one of okay, our okay. one of one of our favorite moments is when uh, Peter Parker is uh, talking about the plan to break into the lab, um, and walking up to the doctor, who's like an old nerdy man, and then uh, Miles says, "Well, no, the uh, the head doctor is actually the lady with the big hair." He goes, "Okay, step four, check my personal biases." Nice, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah. Which brings me to big everything, everywhere, all at once. All at once. I wanted to watch that one, but I haven't yet. Um, this was the movie I needed. Why did you need it? Um... Now, sometimes a piece of media feels like it was made for you. Like, this is the stuff that I need to deal with, personal stuff in my life. Mm-hmm. That, that was this movie for me. Um, Damn. I felt... Like, I cried for three hours that night. Yeah. Like, I cried for the, the last hour of the movie... And then two more when I got home from the cinema. Damn. Yeah. Wait, isn't it like the multiverse movie? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And um, most of Dude. that was because of the dad character. Okay, okay. Like, um, it really resonated with you. Absolutely. And also with Cleo, but for very different reasons. Like, Whoa. Uh, I'm not going to yeah. go into it too much, but Cleo has a... Um, it's fine. D- difficult relationship with their mom. Um, and there's a lot of mother-daughter stuff in this movie. 
that really resonated with them. For me, it was the dad stuff because um, you know how in movies when there's like a very competent woman and she has a husband, she he's often a goofball. Yeah. Well, in this movie, he is that kind of character, but um, the twist, like the twist in his story, is that he does that on purpose. He knows that he's being an idiot and that a lot of people don't respect him for that. But um, he's willing to deal with that humiliation for others. And okay. I think that we don't get a lot of um, soft, vulnerable men in media the way that we do with him. And as someone who's heard most of his life that he's too soft and too sensitive and all that kind of stuff, that really, really got to me. Yeah. Oh, understandable, man. And uh, good that you can admit or talk, admit this slash talk about his feeling, these feelings. Slash. Yeah, that's that's good. People should do that more, especially men. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a mm. movie to help you on your way. This, I'll, uh, yeah. If I ever see it somewhere on a streaming thing, I'll definitely watch it. Please do. Yeah. Will do. Will do. Okay, shall we take a small uh, drink break? Yes, please, because Jesus Christ, why is it so hot in here? Because you're in that room. <laughs> Smooth. You know me. Oh. <laughs> sisters was in a clothing store the other day and she saw a cool Yu Yu Hakusho shirt that I'm wearing right now. Nice. Cool one. Looks cool. Um, but it's that cheap kind of print on the front of the t-shirt that doesn't feel well on your skin. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't breathe very well. So, with this weather oof yeah so I'm wearing it right now but probably gonna take it off once we start recording no um, not while recording shut up no oh wait in that sense oh, okay okay I was like what the fuck okay good for you I'm uh sitting comfortably in my uh 25 degrees apartment. It's not too bad. Let's see how warm it is in here. <laughs> 26, that's not so bad. No, that's a doable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was movies. Yeah. Where were we? Uh, Movie series, yeah. Oh, now we get the fun part. <laughs> now I can actually talk about stuff I did. <laughs> okay, shall I go first? Yes, please. Yeah. Okay, so of course, first I watched uh, the new season of uh, The Boys. 
The Boys. Boys. Uh, very good, of course, as always. So you've also also watched Supernatural, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have you already watched The Boys or not? Uh, first two seasons, yeah. Ah, okay, okay. And yeah, because it's from the same creator as Supernatural. I know. That's uh, Yeah, yeah. And um, Jensen Eccles is playing in the third season and he's nailing his role. Like he's. Wait, who's he again? Uh, Dean Winchester. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah, sick. Man. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. And it, he really nails his role down. It's like. Yeah. Amazing performance. <laughs> Uh, I, I won't spoil. Um, I won't spoil anything about the season, but it's same shit as before. What else is there to love? What what's there not to love, basically? Okay. Um, has he gotten hotter? Is that even possible? <laughs> like, I mean, has he got more like more daddy energy? So I mean, he had a lot, but like he's older now. Hmm. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like, I won't spoil too much. Has he transitioned into a different kind of hot? No. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's still bad boy. <laughs> with with issues he isn't facing. Okay. How old is that guy right now? Uh, for I don't know. Forty-five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 44. Whoa. Oh, close. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, he's getting there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've watched that one. Green recommends starting the boys if you haven't watched it. And otherwise, starting this season as soon as you can. Uh, I'll save the best for last, okay? <laughs> so I watched some Medical Soul, uh, which is, is continuing right now. Uh, however, the missus is also watching it, but she didn't catch up yet, so we're kind of... I'm going between waiting for her to catch up and then continuing watching together, or just continue watching. How much did she have to catch up? Uh, only the latest season, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. And we already watched like three episodes of it, I think. And that's so, what I think, don't you think? True. Um... Another one I've watched or or started watching is Kuroko no Basketball. Kuroko no Basketball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's an anime about basketball. No fucking <laughs> think Like, how the fuck would that be good? That's what I was thinking. And Dude. then I started it, and then I was like, wait, this shit is amazing. <laughs> Dude, have you never heard of Slam Dunk? Slam Dunk, yes, I have. The, the anime slam dunk. Oh no. The anime basketball is fucking cool. That's all I have to say. <laughs> nice. That's uh, just the idea of how they handle uh, or treat a uh, basketball match. Mm. <laughs> like it's an anime fight between teams, and you have these super strong people in there, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, is it, is it uh, about high schoolers? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you haven't watched this one yet? No. Oh, I can definitely recommend it then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We need we need more anime and manga about 
non-high school aged people. <laughs> True. This one is that, but it's uh, like it's not a drama from a. It's not about a high school drama. Mm-hmm. It's it's really a, about basketball and finding your role in a team, basically, and uh, having figuring out what makes you special. I think so far, at least, and also understanding why you tr- act the way you act. Yeah. So yeah. it's high Q basketball. I, yeah. IQ basketball, yeah. Gonna have to describe it better myself. Nice. <laughs> have you ever watched IQ? No. <laughs> I, watched, I watched like 10 episodes, it's pretty good. Yeah? What is it about? <laughs> Volleyball. Oh, it's that one. I heard that yeah. one was also very good, yeah. The, the really famous volleyball one. But yeah, it's basically what you're describing from... What, what, how's it pronounced? Karu, Karuko? Kuroko. I think it's called... Yeah, Kuroko, sorry, it's Kuroko. Kuroko, no, basketball. Yeah, it's basically that, but volleyball. Or actually, it's the other way around. This is haiku, but basketball. Yeah, I think this one came before... Uh, the haiku came before this one, mm-hmm. if I'm yeah. not mistaken. I, I think haiku's yeah. been around for like five to ten years. Damn. Now this one is like three seasons <coughs> and a movie. Yeah. Um, haiku... In 2012, went from 2012 to 2020. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyhow, uh, it's a nice thing to watch. Um, <laughs> matches can take up to three episodes, <laughs> up to three episodes. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so yeah, just uh, be prepared about that stuff that you'll be watching 60 minutes of one match sometimes. <laughs> And you'll be engaged for every minute of it. But um, an actual match of basketball is 60 minutes, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. So that's kind of okay, maybe. No, you have, you have your slow-mo shots, of course. The person jumping and then it's like, oh, I'm going to hit the shot and there's nothing you can do about it. Ha, ha, ha. And then he jumps and then suddenly she, she like this. There's that lightning flash, and uh, suddenly you see those hands coming up in the shot and blocking the ball. <laughs> but, 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 before, but before the ball actually makes contact with their hands, you get a flashback of how hard they've been training to jump that high. <laughs> but, uh, you know how they figured out that they could jump that high, or uh, in this case, I think, yeah, it's uh, or of someone else explaining to someone else. That he has a special power, but he didn't he didn't know he had a special power yet. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's anime. It's anime basketball. <laughs> yeah, it's anime. The anime. <laughs> yeah, man. So another thing that I've been watching uh, with regards to Japan is James May, our man in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, just some good shit to watch sometimes on Sunday morning, for example. Uh, together with. Th- my pre-relation <laughs> and I think that's the stadium we're at, we're at right now pre-relationship okay. pre-relationship yeah <laughs> the woman I'm seeing mm-hmm. uh, so it's the thing we love to watch the most basically together so far 
has been, <laughs> I call it in English, Dutch shit TV or pulp TV. Uh, think, tem- think Temptation Island, X on the Beach, 19 Days Fiance, uh, and this. Jersey Shore. No, she's luck- luckily she doesn't watch that, or at least so far. That I, I think I she. Uh, anymore, but like as as a reference point to anyone listening who doesn't know all the stuff we're talking about. Yeah. Um. So tell me, how how is it to feel your brain rotting away? Good. It's a nice feeling, man. <laughs> uh, it's more so. Of course, these people who. Uh, participate in these programs, especially X on the Beach, and I think Temptation Island as well. They just want to get famous, um, so they're really trying and doing stupid stuff. And you're watching, and you're like, "What the fuck is this shit? Why are these people acting this dumb?" And it's um, and and because you watch it together, you also can banter together about it. And that's that's what makes it fun watching this show. Uh, so yeah, there's that. But the one that we're actually really watching, almost finished it right now. So this one is a Dutch TV show. Maybe there's also English versions of it. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, it's Bed and Breakfast Full of Love. BNB voor Liefde in Dutch. Uh, and it's about bed and breakfast owners, Dutch bed and breakfast owners in uh, different countries, and there is one in the Netherlands, and they're single, and they're basically looking for love, and then they pick two people, and their friends pick two people, and those will be coming to the BNB, and they will spend time together, help them in the BNB, see if there's a mess, yada yada. But there are these. Okay, so there's this one guy called Jacob. Jacob, he's getting his own series right now. The, uh, in Dutch, we have the saying "de ware Jacob." That's what it's called. Like yeah, the tr- basically the true Jack Jacob in a love way, like uh, the one basically, and a synonym for that. So <laughs> this guy, 60 years old, has a mansion in Albufeira, Portugal, really big, but he is like basically. Uh, a child stuck in a grown man's body and he gets four ladies uh, uh, over because it was in corona time heist of it so they needed to go all in quarantine for 14 days and basically after four, one day I think all those four, uh, four ladies already had something like yeah this is not it but they're all friends together and they kind of team up against him and it gets like very toxic and very <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's hurt watching that stuff, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then you also have this emotionally unavailable man who has a BNB in uh, uh, France and he sort of gets women around and he just doesn't know how to handle talking to those women. And they are trying sometimes to connect with him and he's just like kind of shutting them. Like, it's like, no, I have this wall here and you can't pass it. Basically, he's doing that constantly. And you have this lady called Debbie in Italy, and Debbie is just a horrible, horrible person, I think. Or at least she shouldn't have. Yeah. Do do they pick undateable people 
on purpose. No, no, because there was another uh, woman in uh, Austria, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, she's like 50 years old, I think. And she's definitely dateable. Uh, also, another guy who's in Italy, and he just looks like a normal guy. Like, you could be friends with him, basically. Mm. Um, and a lady that lives in the Netherlands is, uh, I can see some people being friends with her. Uh, she was also in a relationship for nine years. And then she's now three years single. So, yeah. It's just, I think they have a balance of people who are undateable and people who are dateable. Yeah. Okay. And I think for the one that was emotionally unavailable, you did see him open up over the season. Like, yeah. It's just, um, I think the, the lady that was most likely to break through his wall, Tris Walls was the one that showed up first, mm -hmm. so he shot her off a lot, but she just hanged around because she liked being there. Mm -hmm. And then at some point she was like, I can't take this anymore, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing here anymore. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> and okay, so one last thing, a bit of juice about this. Mm -hmm. So. There was this lady who participated in the show as a contestant, basically. And she was there a couple of days and then she got a call from home that her daughter was in the hospital and she needed to go back. Yeah. Or, or not as not that dramatic that she needed to go back, but she wanted to go back. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, apparently in another program in the Netherlands that's called uh, Spuiten and Slikken. So was that in English? Spuiten? Uh, shoot up and and swallow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a it's a double entendre that relates to like uh, climax and, and and swallowing, uh, as well as shooting up and taking drugs orally. So it's yeah. about drugs and sex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was this a story about a girl with an overdose of, I think it was called three MMC. Yeah. Three MMC, yeah. <laughs> and then you see that, and she's talking about it, and then you see the other contestant sitting next to her because that was her mother. Well, yeah, feel like that. Um, and see the the, the uh, girl that took the overdose of three MMC sitting there, and next to her is her mother, which was the contestant of <laughs> Beful. Yeah, that's why she did, she was in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, lovely show. Can I highly recommend people in the Netherlands to watch it. Second okay. season has just started. Um, imagine you're in Italy, you're a contestant for that show, trying to get some D, trying to find the love of your life. And you get a phone call, your daughter did something dumb, come back here. <laughs> she must have been like, fucking hell, you're a grown-up. Why don't you get your fucking act together? Really, uh, right? In, in, uh, all, in all earnestness, I hope the girl's okay. Uh, she is, so far as I know, yeah. Good. And I don't have to feel <laughs> bad about making fun of her. God fucking damn, get your act together, lady. <laughs> yeah, for me it's more uh, her mother wants to go on TV and her daughter wants to go on TV. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's a bit weird, but yeah. Anyway, so that's what I've been watching, yeah, from the TV series. Okay. Um, 
And what about you? Oof. I don't know if I told you if I had finished Twin Peaks last time we spoke, last time we did a podcast. I don't think you did. Okay, so I finished watching Twin Peaks. Nice. Um, How was it? I liked season three. Uh, I would have liked it better if it was a few episodes shorter. And fuck David Lynch for that season ending. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's very interesting. Uh, it's like making an episode on purpose for the sake of people uh, doing a bunch of lore crafting online. Like, what, what uh, does this mean? Mm. The numbers, Jason, what do they mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, all in all, I liked season three. Uh, I think Twin Peaks is a fucking great show. I do think that the original yes. two seasons um, are the best, like the best part of it. Season three is pretty good. Um, so, uh, let me mention two things real quick. I watched a few episodes of Old Enough, which is a very cool, very relaxed show that everyone should watch just to feel good. Um, it's a show in which small Japanese children get sent on errands. And like, the question is, are they old and mature enough to do this errand on their own? So there's this one episode where these two four-year-old boys have to go to like different stores in the neighborhood, get a bunch of stuff, go to one's grandmother. Um, uh, another one, there's a little two-year-old girl who helps out in the family fish restaurant and they give her like chores that you wouldn't expect her to be able to. Like her usual job is to welcome guests with her cuteness, which is really smart. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. so, but she goes and takes orders and everything. <laughs> yep. What? Yep. She goes no. up to people after their dinner. Her mom will be like, "Go ask him if you want coffee." She goes up to him, "Coffee, coffee, ha <laughs> coffee." Oh man, that shit sells in Japan. Yep. But um, everyone should watch Old Enough. It's really cute. Um, let's see. Uh, have you ever watched Miss Marple? Nope. Uh, Miss Marple is like this old whodunit detective mystery series with this old British lady who solves murders. Okay. Uh, it was good, like good, something nice and slow to watch while I was ill with Corona. Aww. Yeah. Of course, you had Corona, yeah. Had COVID, had a bad case too. Aww. Yeah, this was nice, uh, like a nice slow thing to watch. Um, let's see. I started watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood with Cleo. Nice. Um, Still need to finish that one. Yeah, you should. Um, let's see. We watched. We're like between episode 15 and 20 ish. So. Like you quarter to one third of the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was at. They broke into some lab at my where I was at. Oh, that's like ten episodes in. No, it was more than ten. Yeah, maybe slightly more, but it's roughly ten episodes. The fifth laboratory. I've watched this recently. I no. 
Wait, no, I've watched them way more than that. Yeah. I watched more than ten episodes of this shit. Let me let me quickly look this up. Mm. Go ahead. I was at episode 30. Okay. Is there another one? Oh, wait, yeah, of course. So, at some point, they are going to the to an island. That's where I'm at. An island? Yeah. The untainted child. A monkey is enabled to transmute his own body. Yuk Island. Um, 30? Are you sure? Mm -hmm. uh, it's episode 28 and 29. Let's see. Let's go to the first time. Yeah, it's episode 28. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, cool. I have an idea of how far you got. Yeah, that, yeah, okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, final show uh, after Twin Peaks, our big long-running show that we're watching is Gilmore Girls, which is fucking aces. Okay, okay. Hey, you do you. I can't say anything with my ex on the beach. Gilmore Girls is fucking great. You know who's in it? Mm, Jared Padalecki. Ah, oh, nice. We're no. going full circle. No, I hate his character. Oh. He sucks. Uh, you know who else is in it? Um, what's the main guy from Heroes called again? Uh, uh, Pete something, right? Is it Pete? Peter, Peter Petrelli. Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Nice. Uh, this was... I really care about that, you know? Yeah, I know. But he's he's the... So they, they both play love interests for the daughter in Gilmore Girls, and uh, I'm Team Jess, who's played by the guy who plays Peter Petrelli. So I'm Team Jess all the way. Oh, you know what you know what Jared Padalecki's character is called? Sam. Dean. <laughs> well, <laughs> Very confusing. Maybe we're all just living in a simulation of Eric Kripke. Maybe. Kripkeepers. Kripkeepers. Ooh. I should edit like the Twilight Zone music onto this. Um, okay, <laughs> I think it's time for me to talk about games. Oh fucking hell! Okay, I'm gonna. Do okay, okay. So, um, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. You, you maybe should close your window because I hear a lot of keys around. Oh. Nah, it's fine. They're quiet again. Thanks, guys. Um, okay, here we go. The Pathless. Okay. Played a bit. Movement feels good. That's all I have to say. Promesa is an emotional walking simulator. It's, it was an okay two hours. 
a hat in time. So far, so good. I've finished the first world. It's like a 3D platform game. Very cute. Um, so I finished Transistor, and I'll get into that in a bit. But that made me check out a bunch of uh, super giant games. There are other games. Mm. Uh, so I looked at Pyre, which I think looks really pretty. But I didn't get into the way that plays because it's like a like dodgeball-ish kind of game. Like yeah, that's okay. magical dodgeball is how I would explain it. Um, Sounds very interesting. It is. I didn't feel like like uh, putting in the effort to get into it. Uh, Hades is cool. I played very little, so Ooh. yeah, I'm late to the party. Hey. As usual. Mm -hmm. um, and Bastion is cool too. Oh, I've heard yeah. a lot of good stories about that one. I think it was their first one. Oh, wait. Your uh, mic, your cam is hanging at least. So is yours. Oh. Oh no. Uh oh. Let me turn off. Uh oh. Turn on. Hope the sound's still okay. Sound is perfectly fine for me. Yeah, for me too. Your cam, on the other hand, isn't. I mean, I don't mind not seeing your face, but. That sounds a little mean, but sure. Okay, whatever. Uh, I'll keep going. Um, I started playing Citizen Sleeper, which is a good game so far, uh, but it's a lot of reading, and I was reading too many books on the side, um, mm. so I like I felt like something different, so I'm going to go back to that later, I hope. Uh, speaking of a lot of reading, uh, Cleo and I started playing Disco Elysium together, and we love it. Mm. Nice. Yeah, we're, Rightfully half so. we're halfway through the first day. Um, I played once before and I got like got to the end of the first day, uh, but it's really funny to see uh, like all changes in direction this early on. So for example, yeah. we have the minimum amount of points into uh, like physical stuff. So mm -hmm. we didn't even get the prompts to punch uh, Kuno. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's a very well-written game. It's fucking amazing. Okay, so the stuff that I actually cared about. I finished Transistor. That game is gorgeous and smart, uh, but Super Giant Game really does make this same game over and over in different settings. Um, even though it's not a roguelike, it does have the, uh, oh, you leveled up, pick one of these powers kind of mechanic. Um, and I felt the last... No, wait, the third quarter of the game. So like halfway to three fourths of the way through the game was less exciting and I had trouble getting through that. But the final quarter of the game and the final boss are really good. And the art artwork is impeccable. Nice. Uh, Fury. Fury. <laughs> Remember that? Ooh. Uh, I, I remember that, yeah. I haven't played in a while. I managed to beat the fifth boss, called The Hand. Only 23% of players got that far, so... Mm, I feel good by myself. Um, and right, so. That feels like a Dark Souls boss. 
and looks like a Dark Souls boss. How do you mean? Uh, like, he is a large man with shield and sword. Yeah, that looks, sounds like a Draxel's bus. It looks like a knight, but like there's a lot of timing that goes into that fight. Um, and a lot of waiting for him to do his hit and then countering. Like, I don't know. It, if It felt good the same way that a FromSoft boss fight feels good when done right. Yeah. Like you really understand what you need to do and the rhythm, etc. Yeah, exactly. Like once you nail it, Oh man, that felt so good. Um, <laughs> so you know how everyone's talking about Elden Ring being the game of the year? Yeah. And nothing came close? Well, I think Vampire Survivors comes pretty close. I don't know that game. I, I wish you could see my face and I could see yours, because I'm really messing with you. But. Um, this is a very, very, very low-budget game that a lot of people online are talking about um, because it's a sprite game. Um, it looks dumb, but the idea is just so good for the... Um, what's it called? Like the neuron part of your brain? Like the feel-good addiction, press button, thing, go boom part Dopamine. of your brain? Thank you. Dopamine. It's good for the dopamine. Um, <laughs> this game is basically, you start as a character and you have one weapon that does an auto hit every few seconds. And enemies will swarm towards you, wherever you are on the map. Um, and as you level up, you get new weapons. You can get your weapon to do more damage. You can get your weapon to hit more often. So this, uh, the cooldown time will um, become smaller. Um, it looks like it, it's it's just stole a bunch of um, sprite art from old Castlevania games. Like, let's, let's just be honest about this, folks. Nice. That is exactly what is going on here. Um, but it, it just feels so good to play. Um, it seems like it will be really easy. The, the goal is to survive 30 minutes. Every 10 minutes, the game will get harder. Uh, like around the 10 minute mark, a really big mob will come at you and it's up to you to survive for 30 minutes. Um, but there's like so many hidden secrets and hidden, hidden secrets like there's a crazy amount of um content here for a game that is like 250 on steam mm -hmm. it's three euros now okay no, it's, it's 239 yeah exactly Sorry. that's what i paid as well so uh this is this can be highly addictive this is highly addictive. You've been warned. Yes, you have been warned. If you're not good at containing yourself with that stuff, please don't get started. Um, but it is really good for those parts of your brain. <laughs> now, nice. On the opposite end of the... Excuse me? Sorry, what's that? No, nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, but... on... <laughs> 
on the opposite end of the graphical spectrum. I finally finished control. Ooh. Ooh. And Ooh. this is one of the most impressive games ever made. I love this game, but the things that I have issues with are the typical Western game stuff, like the typical skill tree and it's a third person shooter and you have to do crafting and I don't care for all that stuff. I can't imagine. I thought in this game it was uh, not prevalent enough to be um, an annoyance. Mm. Not present enough. But it has very little of those things. But yeah, um, the fact that you need to upgrade your guns, etc. Uh, I didn't really like that part as well. Yeah, I, uh, I had a point where I got stuck with the uh, difficulty because I just didn't want to do any of the extra content um, and I wasn't leveling up anything like I, I was very under leveled uh, but then once I did like some side mission uh, side quests and leveled up a little bit everything became a lot easier um, yeah. so I, I'm kind of scared that if you were to do all the side quests that it might be the main stuff might be too easy yeah, I can't imagine that happening, yeah. But I, I really appreciate all the weirdness, all the interesting mechanics. Like, they introduce like weird psychic powers and they... Um, they really elaborate on them. So you know how some uh, skill trees will have like 15% um, better accuracy, that kind of stuff. This one, I feel like the makers really thought about what would the player want in this moment. So one of your powers is telekinesis, right? Yes, um, indeed. And you, like, you can, you do have the the power uh, increase, but it's like fifty percent every time, or seventy five percent, which is really good. And that's very well worth the level up. However, there's also the side branch where you can also um, use telekinesis on small enemies and then on big enemies and then on larger objects in the area because mm -hmm. often when you have something like that it will be limited to specific items that have been pre-selected for you and yep. you as a player go i wish i could use this on that <laughs> piece of the area or on that enemy and this game actually did that and i really fucking love that True. There's no reason to go for the extra power one. No, that too. Trust me, it's really worth it. To do a few times at least. And uh, I'm playing the DLC stuff now, and you really need it there. Okay, I haven't played the DLC stuff. Dude, it's fucking cool. Yeah, so, I bought it on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And now I iron <laughs> Need to start all over again because I have the DLC for free on my PC, mm -hmm. but I haven't found like the moment where I was like, I want to really play this game again. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the DLC was on sale, but I don't know if it still is. You should check out the PlayStation Store because I, uh, I bought the. Uh, DLC. Summer still has just started, so. Yeah, but I think it's up. 
Maybe today's the last day. You should really check it, like soon. Um, okay, I'll check it right after this podcast. Yeah, uh, because it's very much worth it. There's two DLCs. One goes into Alan Wake stuff, and one goes into the history of the oldest house. Nice. Yeah, and you should play the uh, Foundation, which is the uh, oldest house stuff first, because the Alan Wake stuff assumes that you've done the other stuff and you're um, strong enough deal with it yeah okay thanks for the tip okay um two more almost done uh bloodborne oh god <laughs> bloodborne. yeah bloodborne uh i'm at always the, happy i'm at the one reborn nice again yeah <laughs> uh i'm at the one reborn i tried the fight once or twice uh didn't nail it so i gave up because I was doing a long run, like I started uh, right after uh, the woods. So I did Bergenworth, um, Rom, uh, Dark Beast Pal, mm-hmm. the Hypolian Goal, or whatever it's called. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, went back to that area after the... Um, Shift in the game, like the uh, what, what's it called? <laughs> moon phase, like that. Yeah, that part is so hard. Until you know what you're doing, you should, you should really run through it. As long as you keep running, everything's okay. <laughs> uh, but not the first time that you play it. No, no, the first time it's fucking hell. Um, so, still love Bloodborne. Uh, Control is. Probably in my top 10 games of all time, Bloodborne is in my top three. So, you know what else is... Rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what else is really fun about Bloodborne? Tell me. Talking people, coaching people through the game who have never played it before. Um, I've done this with a few people now, in like the past few months. Um, and you really see like this the bloodborne spark light up in their eye nice and that's such a great so, so they'll come uh so they're coming over to your place and play bloodborne or yeah yeah like people, okay okay interesting people who don't game like so it started with cleo right um yeah cleo's gamer level is if the screen says press this button they have to look at the controller to see where the button is um, yeah, but with a lot of trying and retrying, because like once once Cleo got the hang of it, they got really into it, and um, they beat Gascoin, and then um, Cleric Beast. Like Gascoin took a bunch of tries, and Gascoin is where they really learned how to play the game. Um, yep. they got Cleric Beast on the third try. Damn, respect. Yep. yep. And now that's sad. Uh, yeah, right. That's impressive. I, I didn't do that on my first try. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> the first time I played Bloodborne, I didn't even make it to Father Gascoigne. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, that that took more than five hours to get to Father Gascoigne, but that's fine. Like, this is no, so. Cool. Admit, it took me way more than five. <laughs> like maybe ten. Whatever. No anyway, shame. Anyway, like we, we were at like I think fifteen hours into the game when they beat Gascoin, which is perfectly fine because this is someone who never plays games 
Mm. That that is true. Fucking impressive. And like, despite this not being an easy game, I think it is a really good game to teach people how to play video games in general. Yeah. Because like, for sure, that's also hmm? so one of the things with Stray so far. It looks very casual. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're playing like a, you're playing a cat, but it kind of expects you to know things about game design. Yeah. So one of the things you can do is meow in the game. Of course, you can meow in the cat game. Yeah. And if you do that, the light, some lights will show up and show you where you need to go. But it doesn't tell you that that's happening. It mm. shows you at one point that that's happening then. Yeah. But you just need to you need to catch that and understand what they mean with that happening. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I uh, I think I'll let you play the game once. Mm. Maybe she'll. She does. <laughs> she plays The Sims 4. <laughs> yes. And Animal Crossing? <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> no, no Animal Crossing, no. Just The Sims 4. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I talked to her about her joining a. <laughs> getting a guest appearance on this podcast sometime <laughs> to just talk about The Sims 4 and I was like but probably you'll just get scolded by us about stuff like EA is a bad company and you shouldn't give them money and yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course but I, I would illegally download Sims 4 to play it so I can talk with you about the game I'm not a monster Aww. that's cute you can also you can also get Xbox Game Pass that is free. No, no, no. I would. I, I, I already have Game Pass, but I would want to go out of my way to illegally download it because fuck. <laughs> I respect what, your commitment. It, it's not even illegal. Like I've, I've heard, heard a lot of weird stuff about emulation recently, and apparently in a lot of countries it's not illegal according to what law deems to be illegal anyway let's not get into that right now mm. i have one more item on my gaming list and that's smt watch smt watch yes shin megami tensei watch yes and this was smt watch thank you okay I haven't touched anything Shin Megami, Shin Megami Tensei in three months. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. I still need to finish five, fuck. Man. <laughs> too many games. There's just too many games. Yeah, I really need to bring my Switch controller to the train, I think. Mm. With me on the train. Good idea. Oh, because I'll... So, I still need to fit or. I still need to finish Cuphead, basically, or I want to finish Cuphead, mm -hmm. and also try out a new DLC because what I've seen from it was very good. Okay. Yeah. And nice. I have that one on Switch. Yeah. Oh, I can do a nice bridge to the new section. Okay. Because there's another game coming out to the Switch that I definitely want to play on that one, and not on my PlayStation Five or on my PC. And is it also a Shin Megami Tensei game? 
Uh, kind of. It's called Persona 3. Portable. portable. What? <laughs> Persona 3 Portable, yeah. So, it's even in a name that you should play it on the Switch, right? Exactly, it was made for the Switch. And it's just made for the Switch, yeah. <laughs> so, I've played four on my PC, or at least a part of four. Yeah. A couple of hours. A bunch of hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I just can't play games with shit graphics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why would you want to play Persona know the story, basically. Because on my Switch, everything... If you have a Switch in your hands, mm -hmm. handheld mode, almost everything looks like shit. But it's the gameplay that's keeping it interesting. So I think if I yeah, if I play it on my Switch, it will be less daunting. The graphics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but also Persona Four and Persona Five are coming to Switch, Xbox, and PC. Yeah. And of course, Three and Four are also coming to PlayStation. Yeah, man, this took way too long. Yeah. It's such an easy money grab for them. Exactly. Just port stuff to everything. Um, mm -hmm. I have a question. Um, are you gonna play as Femsi? Yeah. Female Shepherd? No. Female main character? I have. Mate, I have no clue. I. I don't really mind playing as a male or a female, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. I'll, prob I'll probably play as, play as male just so that I can easy, more easily identify with him, with the main character. But no, wait, what I'll probably do is look around online what the community is saying that is the best option to play as a female or as a male, and then pick that one. Okay, so yeah, uh, here's my take on it. Uh, I've watched someone stream all of Persona 3 Fess, which is like the, the royal or golden edition of 3. Um, portable. So the upside of Portable is you can play as a female character and you have control over your characters in battle. Whereas in the other editions of the game, uh, characters are um, controlled through AI and um, you can only play as the male character. However, Portable doesn't have any voice acting and oh, yeah. different music. So that's what you have to take into account. So I don't see a lot of um, benefit in playing Persona 3 Portable without playing as the female character. Um, but I'm not going to play it because I've already watched someone stream it. And like I, I might play this years from now, but. Yeah. Not right now. Or uh, has a release date? you have a switch. Not? not yet, no. Okay, yeah, when I have a switch, maybe. If I buy a switch. Mm. But yeah, um, Persona 3 is absolutely worth it. Nice. Yeah, looking for I'm looking forward to playing it. You know what I'm looking forward to? Um, tell me. Dragon's Dogma. And then part two. <laughs> yeah, have you played the original one? No, but I have uh, bought and downloaded it. <laughs> nice. As this, so this is 
a perfect example for me where I um, I really want to try this game because mm -hmm. I missed the boat when it released, mm -hmm. but I've seen the graphics and I just know I'm, I'm, I, I can't I can't play that shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And yet you're gonna play Bizarre. But okay. it's an yeah, it's a weird, weird uh, relationship I have with graphics. Mm. But yeah, stuff looks cool. The way they announced it was really weird. Like it was some celebration stuff for Dragon's Dogma One. Yeah. And then at the end it was like, oh, and by the way, we also have this for you. And then Dragon's Dogma Two. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Should have just dropped the trailer from from the beginning, I think, to make it more hype. Uh, I don't know. I don't think a lot of people would have been hyped. I think the way they did it, and also putting it on sale on every platform, um, has gotten like a lot of people interested in it. Because all the people who are really into the game, who have played it and love it, uh, have a reason to talk about it a lot more, and they've made it very accessible to new people. Yeah, that's true. I, I think they did it Good in the point. right way. That's perfectly fine. Did they announce a date for that one? <clears throat> oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. I'll look it up. Uh, can you order? Uh, yeah, can you order? Okay, so my uh, Google Chrome is freezing. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Dragon's Dogma 2 doesn't have a release date yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a game that did get a release date, finally, yeah. is Bayonetta 3, hey. which is coming out 28th of October of 2022. And I'm now realizing I still need to finish 1 and 2. Fuck. <laughs> How far did you get? <laughs> uh, so, at, at, in one, you've been, uh, have you played it or watched it? I've watched bits and pieces, but I've never played it. Okay, so there's this. You play as a black-haired witch, and there's a blonde-haired witch. Mm -hmm. That's part two, witch, right? And hmm? in part two, right? Uh, part one as well. Oh, I didn't know the blonde witch was in part one. Cool. Yeah, no, she is. Okay. Um, but just she's an enemy kind of thing from you there. And I think it too is your is more of a friend or sister even, if I'm not mistaken. Anyhow, um, at some point you need to fight her, and I'm there, but I, I got there like, <laughs> in a shit way. <laughs> So mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of health, I don't have a lot of potions, and I just can't beat her, basically. Hmm. So yeah. And then I just gave up at some point. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think I can go back in the story and get there again, something along those lines. But yeah, I'll need to uh, look at it again. Okay. Um, okay, okay. And another game that's get, that did get a release date. Hello? 
Hello. Do you want to know what happened? Tell me. Oh, Jesus, that's too bad. Yeah. Okay, so what happened was, uh, Chrome decided to uh, give up on me. That's step one. Step two, um, it probably had something to do with Microsoft wanting to uh, do an update. Nice. Always fun. Yeah, so half the functionality on my PC uh, froze, which has been happening to me too often lately, so I really need to see what that's about. Clean install Microsoft. Hmm? Clean install Windows. Maybe. Hmm. I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, I'm sure maybe, you'll do. Maybe I can get the guys who built it to look at it again. Anyway, uh, we were talking about news. Yes. Uh, yeah, because another game that's got a uh, release date next to Bayonetta 3 mm-hmm. is God of War Ragnarok. Ooh. Yeah. When's that? Uh, uh, the 9th of November 2022. So it's relatively soon. I mean, if you're thinking about a Game of the Year contender, that's definitely a Game of the Year contender for Elden Ring. Yeah, and that's, yeah. That, that's also the time of year to release a Game of the Year contender. Yep. Yeah, so it's either going to be Elden Ring or God of War Ragnarok, which will win the Game of the Year, probably. Yeah, but I can't imagine what God of War is going to do that's going to be so amazing that it's going to blow, that, that it would warrant beating Elden mm. Ring, except for the fact that it's an American game. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gold of War, like the, the fourth one or fifth mm-hmm. one, I think it's originally officially. Yeah. 2018. Yeah, it's uh, it's really good, man. Yeah, it's really good, but it's still like uh, American story, big Hollywood esque Last of Us type game. That's true. Yeah, that's the, definitely true. Elden Ring is really different from most of its contemporaries. Hey, to me, Elden Ring is my game of the year, probably. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, hey, who knows? I mean, ha- have you ever seen a game get that many 10 out of 10s? Half-Life 2. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> You you really had to dig deep for that one, huh? Well... But there is... When did that come out? 2004? 2004. I have no idea, by the way. I'm just guessing. Half-Life 2. It came out in... 2000... I'm on a roll today! Damn! Thank you, thank you. So, uh, if that game was a person, it would be allowed to vote right now. That, that's how old that game is that you had to go to. But you were allowed to vote when you were 16 in the Netherlands? 18, 2004, 2022. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Hate to do it to you, but... Yeah, we old. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, so anyhow... Uh... Yeah, so wait. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, expectations, hopes, talk to me. I just hope they continue the story that they set up in the, for the last one. I mean, mm-hmm. as, as in, the story was really good. 
You'll probably get to fight Thor. Maybe Odin already as well, because I don't think... I think they want to make it a two-part instead of a three a tr trilogy, so... Okay. They'll need to wrap this one up then. Uh, or maybe you fight Thor and Odin is like... Yeah, my son is an idiot. Something along those lines. Mm -hmm. um, so... I mean, the first one is obvious that Ragnarok is going to happen. And the second one is called Ragnarok, so it will probably have to do with that one. I think you'll try to prevent Ragnarok from happening, or that spin it in such a way that Ragnarok is actually the start of an amazing new world or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. A beautiful world. And I can also see them moving on to a new mythology after this one then. That wouldn't surprise me at all. And that, like, Ragnarok is a catalyst to them going to another mythology. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Gameplay-wise, expecting anything? Just more of the still? same. Yeah. Just more of the same and I'm happy, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's very fair. <laughs> like, uh, my cousin, 100% of that game, on every difficulty, and like, everything... Damn. I, I saw him fight the Valkyrie Queen at <clears throat> the hardest difficulty. Holy fuck. That's not an easy fight, no. That's, that's insane. But yeah, that that was very cool. Um, I just haven't gotten around to it. It was free on PS Plus recently, so I have it in my library. Um, Need to give it a go sometime. Yeah. There's too many games. It's definitely a rec big recommendation, that game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there's another game that I'm at least very excited about. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, so, yeah. I, I don't, are you excited about that game? I can't be excited about anything Star Wars related anymore. <laughs> Understandable. So the previous one, uh, Star uh, Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. was, I thought it was a really good game. It was kind of Sekiro-esque in combat, uh, but then with us, put Star Wars as a team instead of uh, uh, Japan, kind of mythical Japan, however you want to call it. Um, so yeah, I'm just excited for more. Hope they make it bigger, the combat a bit better, a bit tighter, a bit more force powers, and I'll be happy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's most of the game announcements that I'm at least kind of excited about. There's one really big one hanging over the room, in my opinion. Mate, why didn't you just write down your news then? Yeah, I kind of forgot, and I have to say, like, there's too much news that. Yeah. But if we're doing so many game announcements, Final Fantasy VII. And uh, the new, the Crisis Core remake, kind of a big deal. Not to me, sorry. <laughs> Just in general, though, like I don't give a fuck about God of War either. True, but I do, so that's why I talk about it or bring it up. So it's fine that you bring those games up. I'm. Uh, what are your expectations of us to Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, <laughs> or whatever um, it's called? <laughs> well, actually, uh, first things first. Um, I'm really glad that they announced that it's going to be a three-part thing, and that's it. Because I was really scared that they were going to break it up to seven parts. It's a number. Yeah. But like, 
Okay, so uh, the first game is the first one-sixth of the original. I thought it was more than that. Nah, like the, the original game, like you can play, if you know what you're doing, you're probably doing like 30 hours. Um, like 30 to 40 hours. Um, and Midgar is like five. Yeah, okay, in that sense. Yeah, yeah and they stretch that into a 30 hour game. Um, and I went, fuck. Are they gonna milk this for everything it's worth? So that they can release Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 7 on the PlayStation 7? That, that, is, that is genuinely what I was afraid of. Um, however, they're not doing that, they're making it a trilogy. Um, but that means that it's going to be very different. I, I think this means that it's going to be a very different story from the original. And they're going to have to really speed up the pacing if they want to cover a lot of the stuff from what happened in the original. Um, what I did find interesting was uh, the gameplay in the trailer, where you saw Sephiroth walking with Cloud as a party yeah. member. Now, there's a um, uh, there's an explanation for that. Are you interested? Hit me up. I'm interested. Um, in so the first remake ends after Midgar, and then they travel to a small town, and uh, Cloud and Tifa tell the rest of the party about the village where they grew up, and you get a flashback. And in the flashback, you play as Cloud who left his village to join the soldier program and teamed up with Sephiroth uh, and then got to come back to his village and like show everyone that he was big cool soldier boy now. Um, soldier. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, so in, in, that, uh, in that section, in that flashback, one of, uh, was one of the most important parts of the original game. It was you getting to play with Sephiroth in your party and you as Cloud, when you did a hit, you would do like 10, 10 points of damage to an enemy's health and then Sephiroth would do the same slash and take 3000. So you got to play as him to show you how much stronger he is than you right now and how far you have left to go. And yeah. I think it's really cool that they decided from what I can tell, to put that into the game. Yeah. True that. Yeah. I really need to finish the remake. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've already given it two tries. I mean... Yeah, exactly. I think you should. It's a cool game. Um, don't try too hard, because I, I don't know if it's for you. Okay. <laughs> we're starting to yawn when we're talking about Final Fantasy VII. I think that says enough. I'm just kidding. Okay, I'll give you that. You uh, okay. I'm just happy for you that they're doing a trilogy and all the Sephinology. <laughs> Septology, by the way. Sephi, Sephi, Bishi, Bishi.
Sephiroth, Septology. Oh my god, it's all coming together. Oh it's all connecting. Okay, so. Um... One last piece of news, right? Uh, I believe so. Uh, and then we have I, a stream update from you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 So there was a lot of uh, stuff going on about Ubisoft because they were going to delete some games, old games. And it was then said that you can't play the old games anymore that you bought even. You can't play the DLC, yada, 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 because they were going to shut off the servers, etc. Um so just so that everyone who knows who's worried about this uh ubisoft has come out with a statement that this will not be happening that they those games won't be able to be purchased anymore indeed which i think is weird because they're digital but okay uh but they will make sure that you can still play them offline uh it's just not possible to buy them anymore which is very anti-consumer but hey okay so in other words <clears throat> Ubisoft tells everyone who wants to play those games that you can pirate them. Yep. Yar. Yar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like there was a lot of um, uh, dust kicked up over this mm -hmm. when uh, the news came out, and either they were actually planning on going, no fuck you, you you just lost your purchase um, of a game that was for sale up until a day earlier. Um, or they genuinely made a mistake in their communication. I don't want to give them the benefit of the doubt. That's my take on it. Uh, either way, either way, Same. fuck Ubisoft. Fuck Ubisoft. You know yeah. what the last Ubisoft game is I played? Far Cry Six. Um, the original Assassin's Creed. Whoa. Yeah. Fuck. Damn you. Okay, to be honest, I must say, playing two uh, Brotherhood Revelations and even three, I can recommend them. Those are good games. Yeah. There's too many games. Um, um, yeah. I might, I might consider Black Flags, but that's it because of the pirates. Yar. The Black Flags just to prove your point. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Um. Okay, so. Stream update! Woo! Bam! Let's go! Okay. Um, so tell me, pretty boy, okay, wait, where can I see wait. your face on Twitch? I, I just I just thought of something real quick, which is related oh. to my which is related to my stream update, I promise. Uh, have you heard the news about Kojima? He's been the, in the news quite a bit. Uh, with the Abe stuff. Yeah. So yeah. the Japanese Prime Minister, uh, former Prime Minister, was shot recently. Um, and a photo circulated of Hideo Kojima from a, from years ago, uh, and I think the mistranslation was that the the shooter looked like him, and that got mistranslated into it was him. And he tweeted out that no, I was at the Minions movie in the cinema. <laughs> what a boss! <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the uh, his production company, so Kojima Productions, is going to sue. It's sue, yeah. Good. Um, other news: He was working on a superhero project, uh, uh, which was too much the same as The Boys, so he yeah. cancelled it. Yeah. Yeah. So he recently started watching The Boys, and then he found out, oh fuck, 
too similar. Um, third, uh, Death Stranding was ice and water and marshes and all that stuff. Uh, and in true Kojima fashion, he started retweeting weird shit. Oh God. About ancient life in the desert. And the, I, I bet the next game is going to be in, in a desert. Um, Castle Super Beast has a episode titled uh, Sand D3D, which is a joke where they tried to um, uh, like come up with the next Kojima game. And it's literally uh, how many uh, like puns can you think of that have to do with the word sand. And they might be fucking right. <laughs> That's a scary thought. Um, they know so, their shit. Yeah, they really do. They played all, all his games multiple yeah. times. Uh, so, so with Kojima game where you going... Wait, by the way, there's one more news thing that we then also need to oh. discuss. Is that Kojima is creating a game in cooperation, cooperation with Xbox. Yeah. Microsoft, a cloud, something with cloud gaming, and it's something you've never seen before. Oh, um, yeah. What's Death Stranding man's name? What? The main character from Death Stranding. What's his name again? I have no clue. The dude from uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, Norman Reedus. But Norman Reedus, thank you. Yeah. That's the so, actor. Yeah. Uh, so no. Something bridges. Damn bridges. Hmm? Sam Bridges was his yeah, name. Yeah, Sam Porter Bridges, exactly. Okay, yeah. so Norman Reedus said that uh, he's working with Kojima on the next project, which is probably going to be Death Stranding 2. Wouldn't surprise me, I think. Yeah, have you heard this? No. Nope. He very casually said it in an interview or asked me anything online or something. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's. Boomers. that's Boomers. <laughs> Boomers, yeah. Anyway, okay, so... Which video game are you going to play on stream? So, the month of August is almost upon us. And I am... Yes. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And... Hideo-san's birthday is on the 24th of August. So I am dubbing August Hideo Koji month. And I will be playing. Stop with this show, man. Can we just <laughs> stop? I can't handle this. <laughs> and I am going to play the entire Metal Gear series up until Metal Gear Solid 3. So that's five uh, games Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3. And. Okay. And. Um. Fuck, I forgot the title of the other game. What's his robot game called? Um, this what is? Robot game. Second runner. Um, Mate, I'm, I'm no each of which. Zone of the Enders. Zone of the Enders, the second runner. That's... Okay. Yeah. Mate, how much time do you have in August? Uh, quite a lot. I'm a teacher, so I have summer holiday. Fuck. Yep. Uh, nice. Okay, so, okay. Hideo Kojima month. And that's um, why, that's why yeah. I'm reading Moby Dick, because Metal Gear Solid V is a retelling of Moby Dick. 
Perfect. Makes perfect sense. Yes, I, I just want to get all the references. I I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Like, Mate. <laughs> Why don't you buy Elder Ring and go play Elder Ring? When's Miyazaki's birthday? In August, I'll, uh, I'm going to love. Uh, what's his name again? Hidetaka? I have no idea. January 1st. Nope. <laughs> I might play it in January then. <laughs> oh man. Okay, okay, I'll fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Yana? Wait. Yes? So, I can't promise I'll finish this shit. But if there's one game I need to play, it's Shibukuchi-mont. <laughs> I, I said it out loud, I feel so disgusted. Yes! Oh, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Which game do I need to play? Which Hideo Kojima game do I need to play in Hideo Kojima's? Do you? Ooh, which one do you need to play? Uh, have you only I, played Death Stranding, right? And I haven't finished it. Okay. And That's I played a bit of director's cut. I have that one actually. Play it. Okay, I'll play it. That's your August game. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Fuck. It's a, it's a it's a very cool game. I don't know why I stopped playing it the first time around. Oh yeah, I wait. I remember. So I played like forty hours, not twenty hours, I think, twenty-five, mm -hmm. without dying. And then I died because I fell off a mountain. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm done with. It. I don't need to play this anymore. Just a stupid purpose to me now. I mean, that that's the game. <laughs> It's dead strange. If you die, it's done, right? Then you strand playing the game. Sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> you love me, you know you do. I do. <laughs> You're I, the I, one who came up with him. Okay, you just go to months, you can't say anything. And I really want to thank you for indulging my bullshit. <laughs> of course, that's why I love you. <laughs> okay, I'll do my best to finish it, but I can't promise anything. Just oh, also be starting. I'll also be starting a new job, first of yeah. August. So that's also happening, and uh, this is also moving, and she's probably be spending a lot of time here. And it's not really nice seeing someone walk. Fast. <laughs> Just keep on walking in uh, that trending. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't uh, played games together actually. Yeah. I think there's more exciting games to play with your partner. Yeah, I still need to finish It Takes Two, because I was playing that with my ex, but she has already played that with her ex, so yeah. But she did mention that she wants to play it again sometime, but not soon. No. No. So sad. Yeah. Then that just goes on the pile of unfinished games, the pile of shame. Yep. Okay, I really, I really appreciate you for indulging my bullshit. You're welcome. Um, we want <laughs> to do this again? It's for sure, was indeed. Yeah, 
and uh, hopefully we can do it in face to face next time hope so too and like it, I'm kind of surprised and proud that it's only been a little over two hours instead of three or four which I, I was kind of afraid of <laughs> nah I made sure to not play that many games just so that this was kept a bit short uh, yeah that's the only reason why I didn't play games oh thank you it's so noble of you Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, one last thing, by the way. Yes. I did watch eSports a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just popped up in my head. Wait, I wrote something about this as well. Um, international tournaments going on right now for veterans. In the end, it's just people clicking heads. So as soon as you, as long as you understand that, you're fine, basically. There is a match, Fnatic versus Leviathan, and I can recommend everyone to just give it a watch. It's uh, one of the most crazy matches there has ever been, I think. With clutches and moments that should never have happened in any game, pro game especially. But they happened in that match and it was hyped as fuck. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Can you send me the link and I can also add it? Put it in the link uh, or in the uh, description of the episode. Please. Yes, uh, we'll do. We'll do. I think that's okay. an episode. Uh, that's a wrap, indeed. Okay, buddy. See you uh, in Hideo Koji month. Hideo Koji month. Yeah, looking forward to it already. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, how do I get Craig to stop now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, slash stop. Easy.